first reading is taken from Psalm uh, 118, verses 14 to 29. We'll be found on page 616 and 617 of the few Bibles. <coughs> the Lord is my strength and my soul. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die but live, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of righteousness. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks for you answered me and you have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and, in its mar and it is marvellous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us. O Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. For the house of the Lord we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine upon us. With bows in hand, join us in the festival procession, up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. Thanks be to God. The second reading is taken from Luke, chapter sorry, verse 19, chapter 28 to 40. And you'll find it on page 1054 of your Bibles. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany, the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Tell him, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their coats on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, 
Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. This is the word of the Lord. Shall we just uh, pray for a moment? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Son coming to your city, to your people, to bring your glory. We thank you for those who welcomed him. And we ask that we would have a welcome in our hearts this morning for the Lord Jesus as he comes to us today. Amen. Up on the screen, the words that uh, we've just heard the crowd shouting. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. The crowds were quite half-hearted and they uh, were a bit embarrassed and they shuffled their feet. (coughs) And then they tried again. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Join me on Good Friday down at the, uh, the South, uh, South Parade Pier. And uh, at the end of that, we'll be processing with a cross along the seafront and up the Palmerston Road to here uh, opposite the church. It's our God Jesus who has led us here. And he's happy to receive our praises, not just the praises of sophisticated musicians, professional dancers, but even of children, trusting, and rather self-conscious adults. We may feel a bit foolish waggling our palm crosses above our heads. We may feel a bit stupid, but don't worry about that. 
Israelites. Because in the Old Testament, the king himself, King David, the greatest king of the, of the Israelites, he was willing to offer his praise to God in a way that made even his family embarrassed. Fathers, take courage here today. And Jesus, our Lord, he was prepared to offer praise to his father, looking completely ridiculous, riding on a donkey two sizes too small for him. Because our worship is not about ourselves and how we feel. Our worship is about offering our hearts to our God, to Jesus. Offering the gratitude of our lives in a way that God appreciates wholeheartedly. The disciples already had an inkling that riding on a donkey wasn't going to bring down the Roman Empire, even their own government. Quite the opposite. It was drawing on them hostility which would crystallize into violent suppression and crucifixion. Yet they followed their donkey-riding Lord wherever he chose to go. To Jerusalem, to the temple, to the cross, to the grave. They had to follow because they were committed to this donkey-riding Lord because he had changed their lives. And we're following too, wherever Jesus leads. Some of us to new jobs, some of us to lives in a far off land, all of us to be witnesses to him. I'm here today as the Vicar of St. Jude's because Jesus has called me and I choose to follow, come what may. And Joe and Sarah, and Zane and Elora are here because they're choosing to follow Jesus to Egypt. Some of you are here because you've been healed. Some of you are here because you've been forgiven. Some of you are here because the words of Jesus have made sense of your lives. The people around us may not like our stories. They may ignore us, they may despise or fear us, but they can't take our stories away from us. We are here because Jesus is here. And we will follow him, come what may. So, blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Of course, we know something that those who followed Jesus on that first Palm Sunday didn't realize. Though they'd been told it by Jesus, and though they'd seen an illustration of it in the death and the resurrection of Lazarus, we know that within a week, these disciples would see Jesus dead and buried, their hopes crushed. But because they had followed Jesus to the grave, they would have the unbelievable privilege of walking into the empty tomb and talking with their risen Lord. What had crushed them would be swept away in laughter and joy and astonishment. In retrospect, Palm Sunday would be their act of faith before they discovered the truth. An act of faith which would hold them through the valley of the shadow of death. An act of faith in which they would give glory in advance to Jesus 
before they really understood who he was and what he would achieve. And Palm Sunday is our act of faith too. Not very striking, to be honest. I admit that. I don't suppose anybody shopping in the precinct at the moment has any idea that we're worshipping here right now. And the twists of our lives may mean that even in this next week, we face grief or fear or pain. This act of faith doesn't have to be powerful. It just has to be honest. Because it isn't we who are powerful. It's not we who are life givers. If we will follow our donkey riding Lord Jesus, lovingly and trustingly, through the valley of deep darkness and even in the shadow of death, we will discover that it is he who is the life bringer, the one who can meet us at the graveside and restore us to joy. Some of us, it's true, will be shouted at by the people we're trying to help. Some of us will be afraid for our future. Some of us will suffer physical pain. Some of us will have to say goodbye to people that we love. When those things happen, hold on to this act of faith in your heart. Today at home, tomorrow at work or on the street. Our faith is not in ourselves. It's not in our power to change the world, thank God. Our trust is in the Lord Jesus who goes ahead of us and on his donkey goes to pain and suffering and through that to life and joy. So let's say these words to each other once again. Up on the screen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Amen. Shall we pray? May Christ, whose donkey carried him through the cheering crowds to the city of his death and resurrection, give us the humility to follow him through praise of accusation and the grace to rise with him in glory. Amen. Amen. And my thanks to Judy.